Welcome back, everybody, to this Birdies and Beers podcast. We talk BMW Championship. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to another Birdies and Beers podcast. Uh, this week, we talk BMW Championship. Uh, I've got my two mates on the line with me, D-Webb, Scotty. How are you tonight, guys? Good, mate. Very good. Thanks, Lowy. We're uh, looking forward to getting into this week's preview. Yeah, perfect. So every week we have a little random question. Uh, this one I'm going to throw to D-Webb first. This week's question is, the favourite golf club in your bag at the moment? At the moment, I would suggest, that's still a big dog, mate. I just, you know, when it goes straight, it's great. So um, the rest of it's all a bit... Well, actually, all of it's inconsistent at the moment, so um, I would definitely go the driver. What's your driver you're hitting at the moment? Uh, TaylorMade M1. It's a good quality driver. Uh, Scotty, 100%. same question, mate. Favourite club in your bag at the moment? Yeah, well, I'm like d I've got a set of M1s, irons, drivers, all the all the bits and pieces. They're sitting in the shed at the moment, and they've got lots of cobwebs on the moment out of here for quite a while, but... I don't know, I've got some kind of affinity with the six iron. I just like hitting the six iron. Don't know why, I seem to hit it all right. Probably get about 190, 200 out of it when I flush it. Um, just one of those clubs you feel comfortable having in your hand and 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 I, I like that feeling, but there's not many of them in my bag that give me that. So I'd have to say the six iron, mate. What about you? What's your favourite club, Lowe? Mate, um, the club changes every every round. Um, some weeks the driver works well, love it. Next week, hate it. Next week, the hybrid works well. Get it out of the bag and bring in the driving line. Um, currently at the moment, I kind of enjoy my seven iron. I seem to be hitting that about uh, 150-ish on the dot. And, um, yeah. I, mate, I'm just a, you know, I'm just a small hitter. I'm only four foot three. I don't have the, the swing speed of the big guys, but, um, you know, when you're undefeated in bad for the last 12 months, you can do whatever you want. Um, so yeah, seven iron at the moment for me. Um, but come Saturday, it could be a different club. So, um, anyway, enough about our golf. Let's start talking about last week's golf. Now, Talk to me about your bets, boys. Uh, a bit of a late change of heart. Uh, I obviously missed that text thread, but um, D-Webb, talk to me about who you put some money on late, mate. Uh, well, I'll start with my original. I was on J-Day and Tony Yeah, I was Fino on him too. Yeah. Was terrible. <laughs> um, and um, he sounded a bit, a bit stroppy, mate. No, no, mate, like, no I'm just, just happy uh, for your friends. But, you I'm know, very happy you. for you. That's you know, fantastic for you. Yeah. But anyway, they were terrible. Yeah, moving forward. Um, Finau struggled with the putter. Um, Day struggled with everything. Um, yeah, he did. But yeah, but I don't know. Later in the week, just before tee off, I um, I had to back DJ again. Just I was on him in the PGA and. I don't know, I just had a feeling. So I waxed him, waxed some money on him and um, lo and behold, he's got the chocolates and the other two missed the cut. So strange how it all works sometimes, but um, I'll take it. Uh, happy for you, mate. And then, Scotty, I'm supposing you're on that text thread uh, talking about DJ late bet. Was that right? 
Yeah, that, that was that was the text thread. It's um, it, it, the group's just called us, not Lowy, and that's the no, you know, where the messages go out. But um, but yeah, look, I was really torn last week in the preview. We talked about it. I was tossing up between JT and DJ. Had some inside mail from the states. Paulina was sending me the messages saying he's up and about, ready to go. I like it when she says that. Um, he's just got this thing about, and I and I actually tip JT. But looking at the odds, DJ was at 21s, JT was at 12s. I had to go with the value there. So I ended up backing Jay Day um, as we gave him a bit of a spook. He was disappointing. But, yeah, I backed DJ as well. And I actually I actually cashed out on, on uh, Sunday afternoon. So just for transparency, I did cash out. It was, what was he, five shots in front um, from Harris English. And I just saw the figure sitting there in front of me and I, I'm in a not the strongest financial position at the moment, so I had to look at that money and go right. I've got to take that, and I did, and, and I was so stoked to go and uh, take that money and see him go on like he did on Sunday. No, well done, boys. Um, yeah, no, DJ just unbelievable on the weekend. Everything fell his way. Talking about Paulina, as you're saying, mate, I stumbled across her Instagram, and uh, there wasn't a mention of any. DJ win over any stories or posts this Ooh. weekend. So little... she was too busy. Yeah. She was too busy messaging me, mate. Yeah, That's perfect. why. She was, uh, you know, mate, if, if this was a live stream and people could see you live, our views would go through the roof. Our demographic of females from 18 to 35 would be through the roof. So um, look, we're not, we're not here to talk about how good looking Scotty is. We're moving on to this week's PGA event. Um, this week's PGA event, as I said, guys, BMW championship uh, week two of the FedEx cup. Uh, D web, you want to have a quick little talk about the course, mate? Yeah. Interesting one. Olympia fields, country club. Um, hasn't been used in a PGA tour or anything since 2003, or I think Jim Furyk of all people won um, at eight under par. So that was a long time ago. I think 2015, the US Amateur was here, which was interestingly won by Bryson DeChambeau. Um, the course is 7,300 plus yards past 70, so it's quite long. Um, narrow fairways with smallish greens. Uh, apparently, they're growing the rough right out this week, so definitely going to be important to be hitting fairways. Um, you know, they're they're thinking that it's going to be the rough's going to be four inches at least. Um, so yeah, it's it's a really interesting one. Like it's a parkland type course, tree line fairways. So I think. Yeah, you know, reading uh, up on the course, it's going to be really important to hit fairways. It's going to be long, but I'm just trying to work out, reading different, you know, comments about the course. Some are saying it really advantages the longer hitters. Others saying it's not as advantageous. It's definitely not if you don't hit the fairway. Um, so, yeah, a bit of an interesting one. But I think one thing, it's going to be a little bit like uh, Harding Park, I think, at the PGA, where it's going to be long, narrow. You know, you've got to hit the fairways to give yourself a chance. And, um you know, it's going to test all parts of the game. It's just going to be a lot harder, I think, than uh, what Dustin did to our TPC Boston last week. Yeah, fair call. Cool. Um, yeah, I've read the same. Sorry that some people are saying that it's great for long hitters and then other people saying it, it doesn't really matter. So, um, yeah, it should be a, an interesting uh, watch this weekend. So, Scott, do you have anything to add about the, the course either, mate, or are you on the same? 
Yeah, so the tour like to set the courses up um, to for those low numbers at times. And I think once the FedEx playoffs uh, are coming up, we do see that quite a bit. They want to see lower scores. So it'll be interesting to see what the winning number is come the weekend. But um, I'm expecting a similar read uh, to, to the PGA Championship a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, right. All right, well, I just had a quick little look on um, the old Google machine uh, forecast uh, rain on Friday, cloudy Saturday, Sunday. Um, so I'm not sure if that is a factor in any of anybody's uh, suggestions this week. But, um, yeah, so let's just move on to the to the actual golfers. We'll start with the favourite, like we have been lately. Uh, it's uh, a certain no lowies allowed text thread. Uh, DJ's the favourite this week. Uh, well, probably not a good week to pick him. Um, anyway, so D-Webb, what do you think of DJ? I just want to clarify, I'm not sure there was a text thread, to be honest, mate, that uh, you missed out. I think we just both backed him on our own volition. But um, yeah. anyway, you know, if you want to, you know, be a big sook, mate, you be you. It's all good. <laughs> Um, but no, DJ, mate, he hits it like that last week. He's going to contend anywhere. I think that's, you know, pretty straightforward to say. Um, you know, he's, uh, it was his approach game, which was just ridiculously good. I mean, he never got himself um, in bad positions around the greens, or rarely did. I mean, on Sunday, he hit 18 greens in reg, which somewhat struggled to do over three rounds, let alone one. Um so, yeah, he plays like that, then he contends. And if you compare him to what the course says, I mean, it's long and straight. If he keeps a driver in play or he's in play off the tee, the way he's been hitting those irons, all he's going to contend. And, you know, you'd think um, the course would shape up pretty well for him. Um, so, yeah, definitely clear pick for me at the top. Scotty, think of uh, anything extra to add about DJ? Yeah, I was just chatting to, to D-Webb as we were sort of um... – counting out a change after that collect that we had on the weekend. But I, I can't recall seeing a time, you know, for quite a while on any tour where somebody has been so in control of their swing. They've had that ball on an absolute string and that was DJ. Um, it was it was phenomenal to watch. I think we've spoken about it before. Generally, DJ holds his form pretty well. I think his record in the playoffs is up there with the best, if not the best, um, in the record books. Um, I think that's going to continue this week. I think he's a deserved uh, short price favourite. I think he's at $9 with Bet365 this week. I think aided at sports, but that may have changed. Um, look, I expect him to be up there come Sunday. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, look, DJ's always – when DJ's on, he's on. So, um, yeah. Just having a look at some of the odds for him, uh, you know, go shopping. There's all different types of odds out there. Uh, all right, let's move on to our man, Mr. Noodles, John Rahm. Uh, D-Webb, what do you think of uh, Mr. Rahm this week? Yeah, I thought he was good last week. He, um, Yeah, he's starting to get back to that kind of consistent contender that, that's been his strength. Uh, he obviously won at the Memorial. He was 52nd at St. Jude. Like he was off that week, then 13th at the PGA, 6th last week. So, yeah, he's um, he's he's playing well again. And, and when he's in that mood, he can um, he can absolutely win. And, again, he was good last week. Um, and he was particularly good off the tee. So if he's 
and that's generally his his strength. Like when he's doing that well, um, you know, he, he generally contends and plays well. So, um, you know, if he drives the ball the same as what he did last week, he 100% can win this week. Um, so, yeah, definitely looking for a strong big week for him. Uh, Scotty, uh, noodles, mate. Yeah, I expect him to go well this week, boys. You know, coming off the of six at the Northern Trust, his stats are fourth strokes gained off the tee, 62nd on tour uh, with the approach. I think he's got some experience here too in the 2015 US Amateur. Um, look, he's right in the market. I expect the big Spaniard to be there on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I rate him this weekend too, guys. Uh, let's move on to the next person, uh, JT, D-Webb. Talk to me about JT this weekend, mate. Yeah, he's been a bit spotty the last couple, um, which is interesting because it's generally not like him. I think the thing last week was kind of all parts of the game weren't really, really stood out. And generally, it's his tee to green games elite, especially his approach play. And it was more his putting than anything else that was that was the the thing that was up and down. So, you know, I'd expect him to tighten that right up uh, this week and. Um, yeah, look, plenty of guys at TPC Boston. It's one of those courses where if you're on, you can tear it apart, and other times you just off, it'll hurt you. Um, and, and yeah, potentially he just had that little off week last week. You'd expect him to, to be bouncing back big time here. And um, you know, as I've said plenty of times, I think his game goes anywhere. He can win anywhere. Um, so yeah, it's just a matter of tightening up, uh, tighten up the game, really. Yep. Uh, Scotty, JT's odds, or sorry, JT's week this week. What do you think? Yeah, look, I, I agree with Webby 100%. He's just that class player. He can win anywhere, like he said. Um, he's going to get the ball out there. He's just sort of just missing a little something at the moment. And look, I expect him to, to have a very good week. And he's he does love the playoffs. So, uh, look, he's, he's on a short list for me, but I'm not... Overly confident. Yep, that's okay. Uh, let's move on to the next person, Big Bad Bryson. Uh, D Webb, talk to me about the big hitter, mate. Yeah, obviously missed a cut last week. He was no good. Um, but, you know, I know we discussed around that maybe TPC Boston doesn't suit him as well. It doesn't really give him the advantage, um, you know, with his distance. Um, and he putted. Paulie, like it, 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 you know, he generally has been he's number one, I think, on touring putting, and, and he putted poorly last week as well as his approach play was off again. So, um, yeah, the good news was he drove the ball reasonably well. I think this course suits him much better. It's actually for me, it's a little bit more in line with kind of it's a much harder version of kind of Detroit where he won uh, about five starts ago. So, yeah, I'm. Um, you know, he spoke also before last week about how he'd found something with his swing and whatnot. Obviously, he hadn't. Um, but it'd be interesting to see um, if whatever he was working on just just clicked up a gear because he's one. Uh, if if he can keep the ball in play, like there's a couple of par fives here over 600 yards. He might be one of a few blokes that can actually get there in two. And, you know, reading some articles, there's quite a few holes where if you can fly it more than 290, you can carry corners and, and bunkers and whatnot where other guys might need to lay up. So there's a potential he gets a bit of an advantage and he's going to be aggressive because that's how he plays. So I'm, I think there could be a big turnaround this week for him. I think the challenge is going to be, is he going to be all parts of his game going to be strong enough to win? And um, 
yeah, that, that's just the one for me. But I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a big jump. I'd be surprised if he won, though. Yep. Okay. Scotty, Bryson, mate, what do you think? Yeah, look, he's been the talk of the town a bit this uh, week in regards to him winning the US Amateur Championship here in 2015, which is yeah, it's very limited uh, course history um, with where we're going this week. Look, he's ranked one on tour, strokes for T, uh, T to green. Uh, he just hasn't really got that approach play dialed in at the moment. Um, and that'll be paramount this week. Look, love watching him play. He's a pass for me. Um, but you'll go all right this week, I think. Yep. Okay. Uh, next bloke is uh, Xander Shoffley. Shoffley? Shoffley. Shoffley. Sorry. Uh, he's Sounds up. Sounds like a nice dessert, doesn't it? Hey, yeah, it does sound like a nice dessert. Uh, he's up this uh, next on our conversations. D Webb, what do you think of Xander, mate? Yeah, real keen on him this week. I think if you look at, you know, his forms obviously been really solid. Um, you know, he's a top 20 machine. He was 25th last week. And, you know, the good news was that his two previous starts at TPC Boston were horrendous. So he's had quite a decent jump up there. Um, you know, we made mention of the fact that we prefer him on harder courses. And he's admitted that himself. He sits, he, he, prefers the grind as opposed to going really low. And, again, that kind of showed a bit last week. He's, he's not someone who goes crazy low. He just kind of plods his way around. And so the harder the course, the better. Last week, I thought he drove the ball really well. Around the green, he was reasonably solid um, as well. And, and that's again, that's his strength. Like, generally, he, he hits a lot of fairways. He gets the ball out there far enough. He's sneaky long. Um, so, again, I think this week, this course suits him a hell of a lot better than what last week did. And... Yeah, he's been consistent without really spiking. And, you know, you'd like to think that one of these weeks he's going to have that big week and he's well overdue for a win. So he's someone I'm very interested in this week. Well, Scotty, how do you think about uh, – how's your feelings about Xander this week? Yeah, well, you know, we all know I've got a little bit of a love affair with Xander. Um, he's been there or thereabouts. He's had six top 25s on the trot. So six successive uh, top 25. So he's built for the playoffs. He won the Tour Championship in 2007 and he was a runner-up last year. Um, look, he's got the game to get it done here and I expect him to be right there come Sunday afternoon. Perfect. All right, let's move on to the next person on my list, uh, Webb Simpson. Uh, D. Webb, tell me what you think about Webb's chance this week. Uh, yeah, look, the way he's been playing, he's a chance everywhere. He means coming off... Six last week, third the week before. Um, yeah, he's won since the break. So, you know, he's he's been playing really good golf. Um, I suppose the question's going to be, does this course suit him as well? And and for me, it's a no. Um, you know, I think off the tee, he's probably not as strong as some others. Um, generally, it's his approach play and, and, and putting and whatnot that's, that's been good. So, yeah, I think it's a bit of a risk here. I mean, he was... 37th of the PGA, um, and that's a similar-ish course. So, yeah, I, while he's playing great golf, I just don't think this course is going to suit him as well as the other. So I'll be probably avoiding Webb this week. Uh, Scotty, do you agree, disagree, mate? Yeah, no, I agree we'll be there. Like, he's ultra-consistent, obviously. Um, and I expect him to 
I, I expect a top 20 from him this week. I expect to win. Um, golfer, highly consistent, but not for me. Yeah, not for me this week either, boys. So let's move on to the next person I've got on my list is our Irish mate, Rory McElroy. D-Webb, what do you think about Rory this weekend? Well, uh, no, nah, he's not. Look, he's not in great form. Um, yeah, look, it, weird, isn't it, with him? Like, he's it's his driving's always been really good, and I think since the break, he's been really bad on both approach play and putting, and, and obviously they're two two keys to really good scoring. Um, last week, he was really bad off the tee. Um, and his approach play was actually the best it's been. Um, so obviously he's been putting a fair bit of time into that and potentially it's, you know, cost him a little bit with the driver. Um, I actually prefer that because I think it's going to be easier for him to get the driver back going again. And again, this course potentially might suit him a little bit better, um, even though he had a ridiculously good record at TPC Boston, just in terms of relativity to the field. Um, it might, but it's just really hard to go with any confidence at all because he's, um, you know, so many parts of his game just aren't firing. So realistically, when you sit there and talk about form, the only decent form he's been in was back in January. So, um, yeah, until he shows more consistency, I just don't think you can get near him. Yep. Uh, fair enough. Uh, Scotty, what do you think of Rory, mate? Yeah, look, he's finally... He's finally somewhere near the odds that, that he should be. Um, I think the last time I checked, he was around $19 market in the outright market. Uh, I expect him to go pretty well this week. Uh, I'm not going to be on him, uh, but maybe looking at a top 10 finish for, for this week. Yeah, mate. Sounds good. All right. Uh, let's move on to Daniel Berger, Berger, as I like to call him. Uh D-Web, you having a bit of a chuckle, mate? It's that time of night for me. I'm getting a bit tired and need some chocolate. Uh, talk to me, yeah. mate. What do you think of Daniel this weekend? Um, yeah, no, look, he's he's playing fantastic golf at the moment. He um, third last week. Uh, you know, he was second three starts ago. He was third five starts ago. So, look, he's playing really, really good golf. Um, he's very good tee to green player. So, um you know, you would think that this course would, would suit him pretty well. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's, he's got to be a chance on, on that basis alone. Um, I think it's always hard staying really consistently towards the top on the PGA Tour and potentially he's, he's had his kind of good little run and he might be due for a, a lesser week, um, which I think will happen. But, you know, he could prove me wrong easily because he's hitting the ball well enough. So, um, but, he, yeah. Pass for me this week. I think others are better suited. Scotty, uh, what are your thoughts, mate? Yeah, well, he's been up and about for a long time since the return. Um, you know, the question is, with a couple of weeks left in the playoffs, can it be sustained? Uh, look, he's bounced back on the tour in a big way uh, on the comeback from injury. Uh, yeah, I think he'll be there. Top 10 for me. That's about uh, 23 people for top 10 so far for Scotty. Um, <laughs> hey, um, so let's um, let's just give a quick little shout out to our people that listen to us, which firstly want to thank you for tuning in every week. Um, 
appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, we're going to just change it up a little bit when it comes to giving out our picks this week. Uh, it's pretty hard to pick a, a winner on a Tuesday night when the event doesn't start until Friday in Australia. So we're just doing something different this week. If um, Later on, uh, we've got our own website, uh, Um Later this week, we'll be posting an article of our final selections. Um, we're about to give you a couple of people that we're interested in, but we don't want to uh, give you any bum information earlier in the week when things change. So uh, make sure you check out our website, as I said, babtourgolf.com. Uh, get in contact with us with all our socials are on there as well. Uh, babtourgolf is on Instagram. Uh, that's the one that we pretty much use the most. So let's pick uh, a couple of people that we're interested in. Uh, we'll do a little bit more research and uh, and get that article out there as soon as we can. So D-Web, give me a list of uh a few people that we've obviously spoken about or others that you have on your mind? Uh, yeah, look, I think um, obviously DJ is the standout of the top. Um, it's whether you dive into the low odds again, but again, you'd, he'd need a fair form drop off not to be in contention. Um, so, yeah, I think he's obviously one at the top. Um, you know, any other the guys at the top could easily play well. I think the one for me that, I might be really looking at Xander in the without market. I think with, um, in split sports, but he can take out DJ Ram, DeChambeau and Thomas, and he's still at about $12, I think. So to me, that kind of really appealing at this stage. Um, of the other guys, I mean, Jay Day missed the cut last week. I'd expect him to play better this week. I think this course suits him better. Like, again, he's a bit like Xander. He prefers the grind. Um, so, yeah, I hope he bounces back. Uh, you know, a lot of the other guys nearly really need to show a bit more. You know, can't lay with back before, but hasn't been doing much for us. You'd expect Tiger's going to be a hell of a lot better for the run last week. And, um, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to have a bit of a look in a bit deeper, I think, in terms of how he's been tracking. Um, because obviously he can play. Um, and you'd like to think he's tightening his game up. I think Finau is still the one that could show something. I know he missed a cut last week, um, but it was his part of it letting down and that can happen with him. Um, you know, different greens might suit him better. But the course from tee to green is really going to suit him well in terms of how he's hitting it, and he's still hitting it pretty well. So, again, he's one I might have a bit of a look at um, wider in the market. Um, but outside of that, probably if I was – Going to look wider at probably the same guys as last week in terms of Matty Wolf. I think he's someone who hits it a mile. Um, yeah, he's obviously a really good player and he's been, you know, in pretty good form as well. Um, so he's one young gun coming through. Uh, so, yeah, I think they're probably the ones that that jump out for me um, the most. And, and maybe it's a little sneaky one too is young Victor Hovland. He's another one that Tita Green's... Uh, elite as well and, and got a little bit of distance about him. So, yeah, they're probably where my uh, head's at, mate. Uh, Scotty, you want to add to anything on that, mate? Uh, I don't, no, I don't want to add. Like, I'm, I'm right there, like, we're singing from the same choir, D-Web, DJ. I think if he's in that sort of mindset that he was in last week and hitting the ball, but how he was, he'll he'll be near unstoppable this um, Ram. I'm interested to see him. As I said, I'm going to have a look at a few things uh, before we put our bets down. Um, with the sports bet market, uh, the without market, I will be looking at Xander 
and I will be looking at also Tyrrell Hutton. Um, look, eight strokes going total on the tour. Look, I'm expecting him to be up there. Yeah, no breakthrough for him. Win on the tour this year, winning the Arnold Palmer. He's had a different form into this week, but look, I just feel he's going to win a big one sometime soon. This could be the week, but um, we'll have to look at the drawing board. But that's where I'll be uh, focusing my tips around this week. Yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm looking at the same guys you are. Uh, a couple of the outside, I definitely win in the with the out markets. I'm going to be looking at a few that are a little bit long down on the list. Uh, Cameron Champ at 61 can hit the ball a mile. It uh, just really depends on his putter. Uh, I also do like uh, Mark Leishman this weekend, also in the without market. He's at 81s. There is uh, – the course is suited for people that can hit the ball well, Tita Green, um, somebody like Mark Leishman. If he can get his two-iron stinger and his driver going, he will hit greens in reg. Uh, I'm not going to add any more to the top picks that we've already talked about. They've all got my eye, but I've just got this little funny feeling that someone down the bottom of the ladder has got a storyline that I haven't read yet. And, um, yeah, I just think this could be the week where somebody out of the blue comes out. So I'll do a little bit more research. So as I said, um, guys and girls, if you want to check out our website, uh, D Web will be posting up an article uh, with Scotty and my tips um, by the end of the week. Uh, that website again, babtourgolf.com, B A B T O U R G O L F.com. Uh, that'll have all our picks uh, and a little bit more of a write up as well. So um, check it out. Uh, and yeah, hope to get you guys to listen again next week. Just want to say thanks to D Webb and Scotty. Thanks, guys, for your time tonight. Okay, thanks, boys. Mate. Good chatting. Um, yeah, and just add me to that text thread, boys, and we'll get this week sorted. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll chat to you guys later. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm.